Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And today I've got a question for you guys. What the hell happened to our silver monolith in the Utah desert? Are aliens playing tricks with us? Or is it just a human force out there playing pranks on us? Well, let's take a look into it and dive deeper into this mystery, shall we? So I looked up an article on the Daily Mail and they talked about how this Arthur C. Clarke-style monolith appears now in Romania after the unexplained metal vanished from Utah. So, we have two mysteries now. Well, three, really. One, how did the original monolith in Utah get there? Two, what happened to it? Did aliens take it back? Or did the original human creator take it back? Or... Or, and number three, where did this Romanian monolith come from? So apparently, there is a 13-foot-tall monolith that faces Mount Sialo, uh, which is known as the Holy Mountain in Romania. So another mysterious monolith has appeared, again, in Romania. Uh, this shiny triangular pillar was found on Batka Domni, Domni Hill uh, in the city of Piatra Niemt in northern Romania on Thursday. It was spotted a few meters away from a well-known archaeological landmark at the Petrodava Dacian Fortress a fort built by the ancient Dacian people uh, between, 18, or between 82 B.C. and A.D. 106. This is a very ancient area and holds some very interesting and peculiar aspects, uh, maybe even paranormal aspects to it, uh, being that it is uh, in ancient Europe and ancient Romania, which was also previously known as what? Transylvania, which who came from there? None other than our favorite, Count Dracula or Vlad the Impaler. Okay, so this particular find, and very peculiar find, came from, uh, or after, I should say, came after um, that monolith in Utah came about with no explanation. Now, although it did seem as though a human did erect it and did create it, uh, it was nonetheless controversial and left us with many more questions than we had answers for. Many people drew similarities between Arthur C. Clarke, uh, a film uh, which was later made by Stanley Kubrick uh, on the uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh, however, this particular monolith that's in Romania looks similar, but as you can see when you look at it, it has like these ground-in circular patterns that look like it was made by some sort of circular uh, rotating device that we would probably have on Earth, um, similar to some of the devices they use on metals um, in their construction and in their refri refining processes. So there's lots of pictures of this thing, especially in this article of the Daily Mail. Um, <clears throat> and there's all these kinds of spirals in this thing, and it's standing 13 feet tall. Now, the main difference I see from this particular monolith in comparison to the Utah monolith is that it has an angled down uh, top point to it, 
um, you know, comes down at an angle. It's not, you know, direct 90 or 45 degree. It's kind of like at an angle. I, I don't know, not, not great at math, but it's not a 45 or 90 degree angle anyway. Uh, there is a minute long video on this thing, uh, on this article that shows somebody walking up to it and walking around it and showing it off. <clears throat> the area around it seems to be kind of freshly dug um, as there's like little rocks and looks like dug up ground around it. I would think that if it had been there a long time that there wouldn't be this dug up ground dirt around it. Um, but nonetheless, it's there so it looks fresh. When you're looking on a map of Romania, Bucharest, which is one of the most famous cities in Romania, is in the southeast. Okay, Now, the location of this town, Piatre Niemt, is in the upper right quadrant, so that'd be the northeast. Bucharest is in the southeast. Um, <clears throat> so, that's that kind of gives you an idea as to where this is located. Um, to the west of Romania, you have Hungary. To the north, you have Ukraine. To the right, Moldova. And to the south, Bulgaria. Okay, so it kind of gives you a little bit more idea as to where this is in the world. Um, wouldn't it be interesting, and I'm not, I'm not good at geography, but wouldn't it be interesting if this location was directly 180 degrees opposite the side of the world from the Utah desert location of the monolith? Just one's on one side of the earth and one's on the other. That would be really interesting to me. <clears throat> so don't don't uh, don't rip me apart from my geography. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but it'd be interesting if that was the case. So uh, let's take a look at what they say in this article. They say the monolith is used as a tool by an alien race to investigate worlds across the galaxy and to encourage the development of life. In the book, the great apes use their tools to kill animals and eat meat to end their starvation and to kill a predatory leopard. The next day, the main character uses a club to kill the leaders of the rival tribe of apes, leading to an awakening of intelligence and the development of humans. Okay, so they're talking about the book, 2001 Space Odyssey, right? Okay, so let's move on to the Utah monolith once again. In this article, they discuss the pillar which protruded approximately 12 feet from the Red Rocks in southern Utah uh, was spotted last Wednesday and baffled the, uh, the Bureau of Land Management. Um, however, by Friday evening, an unknown quote-unquote party removed the object according to the Bureau of Land Management, they said in a statement. Uh, news of this, of this discovery in Utah quickly went viral and many noting that the object's similarity to the strange alien mon monoliths that triggered huge leaps in human progress in the space film uh, were obvious, right? <clears throat> in Romania, the structure has a height of about 13 feet, so it seems as though it's a bit taller than the one in Utah. It has some different phys physiological and physical characteristics in that it has some ground circles on the metal portions of the outside of the monolith. Uh, it is a little bit taller. Um, let's see, it is, uh, the, the mountain that it's on is known as the Holy Mountain, or Mount Sialu, Sialau, uh, and that it's one of the most famous mountains in Romania, and it's listed as one of the seven natural wonders of the country, not of the world, but of the country. 
Uh, Romanian officials don't know who's responsible. Um, they've started looking into the strange appearance of the monolith. However, you know, they're never going to find who put it there unless they have cameras. Um, <clears throat> it's on private property, uh, so they still don't know who the owner is yet, which is interesting. And it's in a protected area on an archaeological site. So it's on private property, but they don't know who the owner is yet. That seems kind of strange. Um, so they uh, they state, um, let's see, the official from Romania, Roscana Ciosanu, states that before installing anything in this location, they needed special permission from our institute, one that must be approved by the Ministry of Culture. Okay, so obviously, once again, people didn't ask permission and just installed this thing. So... <clears throat> If it's aliens, they're not going to ask for permission. And if it's somebody that's installing it there for, you know, shits and giggles, they're not going to ask for permission either. They they're, they might be looking for attention. However, the second they get some attention for it directly, they're probably going to have to face a fine or, you know, some other form of punishment for putting it in the Utah desert as well as in the Romanian location. So... The Utah monolith provoked a lot of arguments uh, amongst tourists, um, and they uh, they drove huge distances. I mean, you saw. I mean, if you've paid any attention to this particular story, you saw many people driving huge distances to see the monolith, take pictures of it, take selfies of it. And it's all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. And uh, they revealed um, that there was a similar version of that specific monolith that appeared 20 years ago on New Year's Day in Seattle. So that's really interesting. That'd be something to do a little bit more research on and find out a little bit more about. <clears throat> Access to the Utah location uh, where the monolith was located involved a 45-minute off-road drive with um, a lot of dirt travel from any major town, and they could only go about 10, 10 to 15 miles per hour and then hike up 15 uh, minutes up a dry steam bed to get to that location. So they had, they, it was def definitely not an easy uh, adventure or escapade to get up there. And <clears throat> though the structure was only uh, discovered this month, people found it in Google Earth images standing since at least 2015 or 2016. Now, a lieutenant for the Department of Public Safety, Nick Street, stated that it could have been there for 40 or 50 years or more. Now, if we have Google Earth before 2015, you would think we'd be able to see it there, but who knows. Uh, so, you know, moving forward, uh, it's an interesting story. Um, I wonder if there's any, there's nobody that's taking responsibility for this thing. Um, but what's interesting is where this thing was located, there's people that have taken pictures next to it. So one of the explorers uh, in this picture is standing or crouching down next to a pile of rocks where the monolith was. So somebody stacked about mm, six or seven blocks, not blocks, uh, but like little boulder rocks. Um, in the location of this monolith, and they left behind the triangular top to it. So that's really interesting. It's like they just left a little piece behind 
Um, and so all these people who travel to go see this thing now, they're taking selfies of themselves with this triangular top next to, you know, six or seven boulders, which aren't very high. They're about, you know, maybe two, three feet, maybe, maybe, probably about two feet, three feet. Anyway, so this thing disappeared, and now we have another one in Romania. <clears throat> it just makes you wonder if it's not like some sort of like Banksy, you know, type of gimmick gag. Uh, Banksy was this English artist who, you know, he would, one night you'd have a building that had nothing on it, you know, six six-story building with nothing on the side. The next day you'd have a, have a picture of a beautiful girl with balloons on it. That's one of Banksy's most famous uh, art artistic uh, endeavors. And um, one of those actually sold for over a million dollars um, at auction. Um, obviously not on a building, but on, uh, on some sort of canvas. So, you know, could this be some sort of like Banksy moment? Could this be, you know, somebody just messing around and, you know, trying to start a conversation well i can tell you if it was aliens they probably wouldn't have left behind the triangular top to their device that's supposed to be monitoring humans i just can't see that happening but you know what i'm not an alien what do i know so what do you guys think it is an interesting story it's fun to play with it's fun to think about um, but again, you know, uh, this isn't necessarily something that I would necessarily want to do a podcast about, but since it's so much in the, in the news and it's so popular of a conversation topic, um, I just wanted to cover it for you guys. And coming up next, I'll have a, a much more intriguing, uh, in-depth, uh, topic to cover, uh, in the sci-fi alien paranormal realm. So hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, health, uh, physically, uh, emotionally, taking care of your, uh, focusing on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And, you know, as always, continue to question the universe around you. Uh, it's a big universe out there and, uh, there's lots to learn. So, um, again, you know, keep taking care of yourselves. Hopefully we're almost out of the woods with this COVID thing. Um, but, uh, until then, Keep yourselves busy, keep yourselves occupied, keep yourselves uh, mentally stimulated, uh, no matter what you have to do, read books, listen to these podcasts, uh, and have fun. All right, until next time, take care. Lockdown Universe out. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And guys, I've got a great piece of news for you. Check it out. For free, for one week only, starting next Monday, December 7th, you will be able to download and read Luciano Pesci's Subsumption, the book I've been talking about uh, for a while now. It's going to be free for a week. You can't beat it. Uh, this book is amazing. It's getting five-star reviews all over the place. I love the book. Uh, everybody's just raving about this thing. And Luciano is one of these once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-generation authors that you just got to get into. Uh, reviewers are talking about the unique technology in this book. They're talking about uh, his writing style. It's very unique. It's very, very detail-oriented. He did a lot of research on it. Uh, he, he researched a lot of the science, a lot of the math, and sci-fi background to a lot of books are in this story. And this is a free book for one week. And it's part of a series. So you can read this book on its own, or you can continue to read the other two books if you want to. 
So please check it out and let's get to that episode. Oh, and just really quickly, you can access that link directly in the details section of my podcast. So just go into the details and click on the link and it'll take you directly to his Amazon uh, webpage. Or you can type in subsumption if you'd like to as well. Thank you very much. Now let's get to that episode.